are into fantasy football and you've been looking for a podcast that can take you to the next level. This is the 4th and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Josh Bendy and Trey Burris. Welcome to the NFL. Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! Go! Step by step, and I'm not talking about the sitcom from the 90s. We're going through a half PPR mock draft slowly. We're going through each pick step by step, slowing it down for you. Are you ready? Are you ready? We are back. Welcome back to the 4th and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm Bandy. That's Trey. In the time, the time is now, Trey. Right now, baby. Right now. I'm doing good, man. I'm excited. And we're all about winning fantasy. That's why we're here. That's right. We are all about winning. And uh, so to help you out, guys, we're actually going to go through a mock draft, kind of slow draft that we got me at the three, Trey at the nine. We're going to slow it down for you. Just kind of talk through it just for those people that maybe need that little extra help, that little extra push for your mock draft. So stay tuned. We're going to get to that. But first, before we get into that, we got to hear from our friends over at Manscaped. Manscaped has got big things going on over there. Um, It's hot. It's sweaty. It's sticky. If I could recommend you one thing that will help you this summer, it's got to be the Crop Preserver Ball Toner. That ball deodorant, man. It's one of those things you just kind of don't realize that you need until you have it. And uh, then when you don't, you realize (laughs) you miss it. So, guys, go over to manscaped.com. Use the promo code SUPERFLEX20. You're going to get 20% off and free shipping, Trey. No doubt. Manscaped will change your life. Trust me, folks. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm excited about this. I'm kind of excited to just talk it through and, you know, just really take our time with it and really think about all the options and and the pre-plays and the post-plays and how everything develops. I mean, I'm really excited. Exactly, exactly. And uh, it's a half PPR uh, mock draft just because that's basically um, well, where most of the drafts are this these days. Um, like I said before, I'm at the three, Trey at the nine. Um, and just to kind of let you know, you know, what we're dealing with here, we are one quarterback, two running back, two wide receivers, a tight end. We got two flexes and we're going ahead and throwing our kickers and defense in there. Um I know a lot of people don't use that anymore, but we still do because, you know, kickers and defense. <laughs> exactly. But uh, what do you say, buddy? You want to get this thing started? Yeah, and we got what we got five bench. Okay, heard, heard. Five bench. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I like and, it. And uh, so the computer is going to go through. It's going to stop at us, and we've got plenty of time to talk it through. Let's go ahead and get it going. Let's get it going, baby. All right. Popping off as... Assumed Justin Jefferson goes at the one, uh, Christian McCaffrey, and I am on the clock at the three spot. Let's kind of take a look at what we got going on. Half PPR. Um, I, I mean, I like Eckler. I like Eckler here. I, I, I like to take a running back. Uh, unless Justin Jefferson is there, my goal is generally 
to take a running back first off in a half PPR format. Um, I really think Bijan is going to pop off, but I feel like I should probably take the safe route here and go with Eckler. So I'm going to go ahead and grab Eckler at the three. Yeah, I like that. You know, I, a lot of people, I've seen a lot of people take uh, Jamar Chase um, in that spot, and I just it just feels a little early for me, man. Um, right there, I like Eckler as the pick. I think that was the right pick for you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And then after that, Tyreek Hill goes Cooper Cup. Jamar Chase goes at the six, and then Bijan at the seven. Kelsey and Trey is on the clock. So I was actually thinking about Kelsey here at the nine. Um, that was where my head was at when we started. Um, but he goes at the eight. I kind of assumed he might go. Um, you know, I have, some people have him as high as five in their leaderboard. So I understand him going early. Um, nine would be a great spot to take Kelsey. But like I said, he went at eight. A um, couple guys on the board here. Um, we got Diggs, A.J. Brown, C.D. Lamb. And running back-wise, we got Jonathan Taylor, Saquon, Nick Chubb, and Derrick Henry. Um, one of the things I've been kind of seeing this year is um, I'm looking more and more to take a top wide receiver in the first round um, because a lot of these running backs are kind of falling in, in, in the rounds and you can get a, a decent running back in round two where some of these top you know five, six uh, wide receivers are not going to be there. Um, so from what I'm looking at right now, I think, um, you know, Stefan Diggs is, is considered the highest ADP, but I like AJ Brown right here in this position. That's where I'm going to go. AJ Brown at the one nine. I, I like it. Uh, AJ Brown, another year under the belt with Jalen. I, I think he's going to be a monster this year. So, uh, it's, it's a very tray like pick also, if I do say so. Um, and then Stefan Diggs at the 10, Jonathan Taylor at the 11, then Bo- Saquon goes at the 12, then Nick Chubb, Derrick Henry, first quarterback off the board in the second round, Patrick Mahomes goes at the 2-3, and then Trey, you're back on it, buddy. Now, this is a tough spot for me. Um, With having A.J. Brown, I would love to have the Jalen Hurts um, stack here. It feels a lot early, um, but when quarterbacks start going, quarterbacks start going, and Jalen Hurts is kind of the consensus number two quarterback, Um, but it just feels too early to take Jalen Hurts for me. Um, I doubt he'll be back on the way back, but I think I can manage without him. Um, I'm kind of looking at running back right here. Um, we've got Josh Jacobs, Tony Pollard, Brees Hall, Ramondre Stevenson down there a little ways, but I mean, as many picks as I'm up in, um, it's not really uh, like any of those guys are going to come back to me. Um, and I think out of those guys, honestly, I think the guy that's going to be the best this year is Ramondre Stevenson. Ooh, um, I like it. I like reaching a little bit for Ramondre, man. I really think this team is going to focus around him. They don't have a lot of receivers. He's going to have to carry this team on the ground. Yeah, I like it. I, I love Ramondre. I don't know, man. He's just been he's been going up and up in the ADP. So um, I think there's no way he would have made it back to you. So I think that's a great exactly. pick on Ramondre. And that's the guy that I would want out of those those five or six guys that were floating around there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Then Josh Jacobs at the 2-5. Devonta Adams at the 2-6. Then Amon Ra St. Brown goes at the 2-7. Uh, C.D. Lamb. And then our second quarterback hops off the board at the 2-9. And your boy is on the clock. Let's see here. You know me. I'm the robust running back type of dude. So I really want to stick with my running backs. But of course, a smart fantasy football player is going to look at all their options. And I'm going to check out my wide receivers. Just kind of look and see what's going on over there. Because you've got to keep an eye on it at the very least. So we, we got Waddle, Garrett Wilson, T. Higgins, Chris Olave. I'll be right back up in a couple of picks. 
But if I want a running back here, which is my style here, I'm, I'm going to go robust. And um, I'm thinking we got Pollard, Brees Hall, Najee, Travis Etienne at the top. I really, I really want to trust Brees Hall. I really do. I want to trust Brees Hall here. But, you know, that, that question mark by his name, I know they said he's going to be ready. He's going to be ready. But he is coming off an ACL tear, which scares me because, you know, they're not quite the same that first year back. So at the very least, you're, you're thinking about a slow start for Brees Hall. So um, I think I'm going to go Najee here. I'm going to grab me some Najee. I, I'm thinking about Pollard, too. I'm not going to lie to you. But um, I like Najee here. Yeah, you know, Pollard scares me a little bit like we've talked about before. We don't know if he can handle the amount of workload that we want for fantasy. But Najee, they've pretty much come out and said he's going to get that workload. He really has no one behind him besides Jalen Warren. Um, They've beefed up this offensive line in Pittsburgh. They are pushing Najee as their dude. Um, I really think Warren's just going to come in here and there. I think it's going to be almost 99% of Najee's work like he's done before. He was injured last year, uh, played with injury and everything like that. I really think he's going to step it up this year. I think it was the right pick right there. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And then T. Higgins goes at the 211. Love to see your boy T. Higgins uh, closer to the top. Um, Then Brees Hall goes to 12. Travis Etienne at the 3-1, starting the third round here. Jalen Waddle goes at the 3-2, and I am back on the clock. This would be a good opportunity for me to take another robust running back, but I feel like if I want to get me a solid quarterback, I'm going to need to go ahead and take my guy right now because if not, um, there's no way I think Joe Burrow, who I'm actually looking at here, makes it back to me. Um, it's the third round. It's a little early for me, but Joe Burrow, here we come, baby. Yeah. I mean, he definitely wasn't making it back to you. So if that's the quarterback you want, um, that was a solid take. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And then Garrett Wilson goes at the three, four, then Tony Pollard, finally at the three, five Jalen hurts at the three, six, which I think hurt Trey over there. Debo Samuel at the three, seven, then Lamar at the three, eight, then your boy, Trey is back on the clock at the three nine Trey, Talk us through it. Yeah. So like I said, you know, I, I assume Jalen hurts wouldn't make it back to me. It just felt a little too early at the two four. Um, so obviously quarterbacks left here is fields, Herbert Lawrence Prescott. I mean, I like Herbert, um, over fields and, and I don't think this is a worse, uh, horrible spot to take him. Um, but I really, um, think that there's some better guys out there. I'm, I'm after those top guys, you know, hurts Allen burrow and, uh, Mahomes come off. I'm kind of, I kind of look later for quarterbacks at that point. Um, running backs on the board, Kenneth Walker still out there, Gibbs, Jones, Mixon. Um, and then looking at the receivers, Olave's out there, um, Metcalf, Smith, Allen. You know, it, it's a tough spot. I kind of like the idea of taking Walker here. But when I look at my board, I see that Team 11 and 12 both grab double running back, which means they're probably going to be looking at receiver. Um, so in my head here, I'm thinking I could take a receiver here and get a running back on the on the pass back. Um, being that there's four or so guys out there that I could still like. And I love Chris Olave right here in this spot. That's where I'm going to go with. I love the analysis, buddy. That's something you got to think about. You got to watch your guys. And just like Trey says, they went double running back, got him a tight end and wide receiver. Very smart move, buddy. And I like the Chris Olave. I think Derek Carr over there, dude's going to be a target monster. 
and can't believe it, but Kenneth Walker is still out there um, <laughs> in the fourth round. And that's actually where I wanted to go. But I figured once I passed on him and went with Chris Olave, I would have to go with someone like Mixon or Jones. Um, I'm totally fine with going Walker here. I think it's super solid. Um, and that's where I'm going to head. Absolutely. K9 at the 4-4. Um, after Chris Olave at the 3-9, uh, Jamar Gibbs goes off at the 3-10. Then Mark Andrews. Keenan Allen at the 312, DK Metcalf at the 41, uh, Devonta Smith 42, Aaron Jones at the 43. I was really hoping Aaron Jones was gonna make it back to me. I, I I thought he might not, but I was hoping. I was hoping. I will say, um, I was thinking Mark Andrews at the 3-9. That was a thought I had. Um, but it's just, I mean, it's so hard for me because I've had Mark Andrews um when he was terrible. Um, and he struggled when I was in the playoffs. He got me to the playoffs, but struggled when I was in the playoffs. So um, I, I just got a kind of a little grudge for Mark Andrews. But I think the three nine would have been a good spot to look at Mark Andrews. I, don't, I probably wouldn't take him any earlier than say like the three seven. Yeah, I'm I'm just not a big uh, component of taking the tight ends early. Like, I mean, depending on like if there's some crazy circumstances or you got a tight end uh, premium type league, I don't even look for Kelsey. It's too rich for my blood, honestly. Um, but but uh, Mark Andrews at the three, and then uh, you took K9 at the 4-4, four, four, Joe Mixon at the 4-5, another guy I was hopefully looking at. Then your uh, third tight end, TJ Hawkinson at the 4-6, Calvin Ridley at the 4-7. This guy is just jumping in the ADP. And then Justin Fields goes at the 4-8, 4-9, DeAndre Hopkins, and then I am on the clock. I'm looking over at my running back board. Uh, I got two solid guys. I should have my workhorses in there, um, but I would really love to have a flex spot. And if I scroll down my running back list, um, it starts to get uh, a little scary, a little scary down there. But I really think if I don't take me a wide receiver here that can help me, just a solid producing wide receiver that I need that I don't know if I'll get another um, shot at it. So I'm going to go ahead and take Amari Cooper in this spot just because I think Amari Cooper is going to have some time with Deshaun Watson, have that offseason with him, and I think it's going to work out. Yeah, I like it a lot. You know, if he if he would have had that, um, you know, Deshaun Watson all year last year, I think we would have saw a lot more out of Amari Cooper. Um, being that they've had the whole offseason to train together, I really think that this team's going to step up. Maybe not to the level that the team, the fans want them to, but for fantasy, I really think he's going to step up and be a big producer, Amari Cooper. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And then uh, after that, uh, Justin Herbert at the 411, J.K. Dobbins at the 412. Then we got George Kittle coming at the beginning of the fifth round. Damian Pierce at the 52. I was kind of hoping that guy would come back to me, but it uh, didn't work out that way, did it? Let's see. So I'm taking a look at my team here. I've got Austin Eckler, Najee Harris. I got Joe Burrow, Amari Cooper. Um, so I got some solid running backs. I've got my quarterback down. Um, I probably should take a running back in this spot just to kind of solidify my running back room, my flex spot, have all that stuff, um, taking care of me. And I'm going to reach a little bit here, but I'm going to go ahead and take Alexander Madison in this spot in the fifth round. If he's going to be the number one guy, I really think that's value, buddy. 
I see the smile over there, buddy. Was that your guy? You were hoping. Yeah, that's definitely where I was looking um, at Alexander Madison way down there on the draft board. But I mean, and that's one thing that y'all need to realize is that in a lot of your drafts this year, Alexander Madison is going to be low, but someone is going to reach for him. I mean, he's the RB one on his team. He's proved that he can put up Dalvin Cook numbers. Someone is going to reach for Alexander Madison almost every time. If you want him, you're going to have to be the one to do it. That's exactly what Bandy did. Um, I like it a lot. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And then we see Jerry Judy at the fifth round, hearing a lot of good stuff coming out of uh, Denver from him. And then scary Terry McLaurin at the 5'5", five, five. DJ Moore at the 5'6". DJ Moore is somebody I'm really liking this year as well. Chris Godwin at the 5'7". Drake London at the 5'8". And then Trey is on the clock, buddy. Yeah, it's very interesting here. Uh, you know, a big run of wide receivers, um, which kind of scares me. I was kind of looking at wide receivers, which I've already got my two that I need. Um, obviously, I could put them in the flex, um, but I, I, I'm one of those guys, kind of like you. I, I prefer having running backs in the flex over wide receivers, depending on the format, obviously. Um, but, you know, you got Miles Sanders on the board there. They've been talking about him being a pass catcher more and more. Um, and receivers looking at the top, you got Pittman, you got Watson, you got Williams. These are a couple guys that just, you know, I, I think I could get later. And if not, I wouldn't even be upset if I didn't get, um, I really think right here, um, I'm going to go to the quarterback side of things, okay. um, quarterbacks out there, Trevor Lawrence, Dak Prescott, Deshaun Watson. None of these guys do I want this early, except Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence is somebody that I'd be happy to take in the fifth round. I really think he's going to shine this year. I need a good quarterback on my team. Um, and I think he has the cojones to fill that spot. So I'm going to go with Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, I like it. Honestly, after um, Dak Prescott on the quarterback list, I think um, that's kind of when it starts to slow down. That's when it starts to get a little scary for me. You know, I love Tua, but uh, I just can't trust him. Um, and then we got these rookies down here that, uh, you know, I want to trust, but am I willing to risk my season on it? You know what I mean? Exactly, exactly. Um, now, I'm, after I take Trevor Lawrence, Michael Pittman goes off the board, then Miles Sanders, Kyle Pitts at the turn, Christian Watson follows at the 6-1, Dalvin Cook at the 6-2, and Cam Akers at the 6-3. Obviously, when Dalvin Cook finds a team, he's not going to go right before Cam Akers, but <laughs> for right now, you know, it's, it's a good spot in the sixth round for a guy that when he gets a team is guaranteed to produce. Um, so now I'm kind of in a tough spot here. It's looking pretty shallow. I mean, running back-wise, I got Swift, Connor, um, Williams, uh, Rashad White, these type of guys. Receivers, I got Williams, Marquise Brown, Ayuk, Lockett. Um, you know, and then, you know, obviously I don't really need a quarterback. And at the tight end, I've got Dallas Goddard and Darren Waller. I kind of like taking Dallas Goddard here. Um, but I, I, I'm one thing you want to make sure is that you don't have too many players on the same team, which two from Philly is really not a big deal. Um, but I like another tight end a little bit more on the board right now. And that's Darren Waller. Um, I really think Darren Waller is going to produce um, drastically this year. He's going to surprise a lot of people. Um, and I could go with the stack here with Evan Ingram, but I really think Darren Waller is going to be a solid tight end all year. I don't want to be shifting and jumping up and down trying to find a tight end to stream every week. Um, and I think Darren Waller is going to be consistent. So that's the route I'm going to take. Okay. Okay. I like it. Uh, the wall's going to step it up according to Trey this year. And 
in the sixth round. I mean, that's not bad. That's about the time the sixth or seventh is about the time the tight ends start falling, actually falling. Um, what do you think about Kyle Pitts going before your boy Waller? And I'm, I'm not upset at all. You know, a lot of people are, are talking about Kyle Pitts having a comeback year. Um, that's what they talked about last year. You know what yep. I mean? I'm just, I, I don't even care if Kyle Pitts finishes as the number one tight end, it will not affect me at all that I didn't <laughs> draft him. I, it will not bother me. I just, it's, it's too risky for me, man. <laughs> too rich for Trey's blood. Kyle Pitts been burned by him one too many times. Just can't trust the guy. Cannot trust him. Um, so DeAndre Swift goes at the six five. Then we got James Conner at the six six. I, I just think look look out for James Conner rising in ADP. I really think that's about to start happening. So keep an eye on that. Uh reports out of Arizona are that they got nothing going on there, that James Conner with a better offensive line is gonna do things. So keep an eye on Connor's ADP. Uh Dallas Goddard, the next tight end at the six seven, then Rashad White at the six eight. And then we got Javonta Williams at the 6-9. Your boy's on the clock. <clears throat> yeah, it looks like Team 6 got the stack with Jalen Hurts and Dallas Goddard, but they have yet to grab a running back, and that's a uh, that's scary look. But maybe they're running that, you know, uh, that late running back, just kind of grab those guys and hope for some injuries here and there. I mean, the team looks solid outside of running backs, but that scares me, man. That's a Those guys that do that kind of stuff that don't, don't get a running back till round 7, I mean, you're yeah. you're really uh, you're you're a strong man for that decision. <laughs> you're a risk taker for sure. Well, look at Team Four, buddy. If Javonta Williams comes back Week One and is solid, dude, look at he's got Tyreek Hill, Josh Allen, Garrett Wilson, DeAndre Hopkins, Jerry Judy, and then like I said, if Javonta comes back strong and he's manages to um, grab one of these rookies or something that also does really well, dude. That, and that's kind of the the uh, the zero the wide receiver heavy type thing mm-hmm. that people are doing. They're taking those solid guys at the top and then hoping that they hit on one of these guys that people aren't expecting to hit. Exactly. But I'm on the clock here. Um, take a look at my team. I've got my uh, three running backs. I've only got one wide receiver, so I'm kind of forced to go that route now. And if if I'm looking at my wide receivers on the board here. I've got Mike Williams, Marquise Brown, Brandon Ayuk. We've got Tyler Lockett, Christian Kirk, Mike Evans. You got Traylon Burks hanging out down there and Deonta Johnson. If I'm looking at things here, I'm probably going to reach a little bit for Christian Kirk. Um, I think he's going to do big things. Um, they got Calvin Ridley over there. It's going to suck up a lot of targets. We know that, but Christian Kirk is going to be there to uh, get what Calvin Ridley's not getting. So I'm going to grab Christian Kirk because I got to get some wide receivers on this team. Yeah, I liked Christian Kirk pick. I was really hoping that he would somehow make it back to me so I could get the stack with Lawrence. Um, but that was a big hope. Um, <laughs> you know, obviously, Bandy knows me well enough that he's just totally taking players I like. But that's good because if we both like the same players, that means we're doing something right. <laughs> Yeah, no kidding, no kidding. Um, and then Mike Williams goes at the six eleven. Isaiah Isaiah Pacheco at the six twelve, and then at the beginning of the seventh round, Brandon Ayuk goes. David Montgomery at the seven two, and I am back on the clock. I probably need to go ahead and grab me another wide receiver here, and I'm going to grab me a guy that's been solid, always solid. Maybe injury here and there, but you can always count on Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett in the seventh round. 
I like it. That's one of those boring picks where you're like, you know, everybody's always wanting to go for these guys that could bust out and break out. And it's like, well, Tyler Lockett's gotten like almost a thousand yards every single year, consistently mm-hmm. competes in, as a top wide receiver in fantasy. But it's a boring pick. So people are like, ah, I mean, Lockett's so played out. And it's like, he's also consistent and helps people win their league. So sometimes it's worth taking that boring guy just so you can guarantee to have points on your team. I like it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And then Alvin Kamara at the 7 4. Uh, Deontay Johnson, 7'5", Antonio Gibson, 7'6", Marquise Brown, 7'7", Mike Evans, 7'8", and Trey is on the clock at the 7'9". What are you going to do, buddy? Well, you know, I feel like I need to get another running back here, but the running back room is looking rough, man. And and there's a couple guys on here that a little deeper I might be looking at. Uh, I don't want to reach too hard too early. Um, the guys in front of me, they all have, you know, one has three running backs, one has four. Um, the other one has two at the end there. Um, but I think I'm pretty safe to not take a running back right here. Um, I got Burks at the top here who I've been you know, <laughs> talking a lot about this year. I really think Burks, Burks is going to step it up. Um, and a couple of the other, other guys on here, I don't see anybody that shines as bright as I think Burks will. So that's where I'm going to go. Takes his boy, Traylon Burks, uh, to 7-9. I like it. Um, you said uh, you have no more running backs. We're going to fall off the board, and you called it, buddy. A wide receiver goes, uh, Pickens, then Smith and Jigba, Dotson, Dak Prescott uh, finally goes, then Deshaun Watson, then Kadarius Tony, and you are back to grab your running back. Yes, sir. And I kind of wish a couple, I meant like one or two would have fell off just so I had a, a little better look <laughs> at, at a view here. Um, obviously, I could get Charbonnet to back up my um, my Kenneth Walker pick, but I don't like having two running backs on the same team. Um, Bajan, or not Bajan, uh, Brian Robinson, the man who uh, got shot and came back to football, is still out there. Um, but honestly, man, there's this running back room is rough. I think the only guy here that looks like it would be a decent um, grab for me um, has to be um, Mr. Jamal Williams um, for St. Louis. <laughs> uh, or I mean, not St. Louis, the Saints. Yeah. Um, because, you know, he's got that heart, bro. And if Alvin <laughs> Kamara, you know, things don't play out, I really think Jamal is going to get in there and get them touchdowns. Um, and that's where I'm going to go in this spot. I knew that's where you're going to go. I don't know if you saw it, buddy, but I was doing the heart right here, dude. I knew that's where it was going. Uh, yeah, take your boy. I, I like it. Um, with Alvin Kamara and all his shenanigans going on there, I love taking uh, Williams there. I liked A.J. Dillon, but I just like Jamal Moore, man. I like A.J. Dillon, too. I really think he's going to do solid work this year, um, especially if Aaron Jones, who is getting up there in age a little bit, who but I still love, could easily get injured. Well, you know, we don't want that to happen. But if that happens, A.J. Dillon becomes a steal in the eighth round. Definitely. Uh, Tua goes at the 8-6, then James Cook, then Pat Fryermuth, uh, Jordan Addison at the 8-9, and I am on the clock. We're in the eighth round. Let me take a look at my team here. I've got Eckler, Harris. I got my quarterback covered. I got me a couple good wide receivers, you know, decent wide receivers, I should say. I got Madison. So I'm needing a tight end, and I'm needing to fill some bench slots. I'm going to go ahead, take a look at the running backs, because if what's left out there is is not great, 
my wide receivers, Brandon Cooks. I got Gabriel Davis I'm looking at. Juju might be stepping up to be the number one in New England. Might be a good shot there. Um, but I really think I'm, I'm, I'm a running back dude, man. I need them running backs, and I really think um, – I want him. I'm looking at P Ryan. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm looking at P Ryan. I was looking at P Ryan, but then I look down. I see Khalil Herbert, and I think even though it's a crowded backfield in Chicago, every time Khalil Herbert touches the ball, it is magic. Khalil Herbert in the eighth round, it'll be a steal. I like it. I like the pick. Following Khalil Herbert, you got Brian Robinson, and then Anthony Richardson, man. I've watched his ADP climb, bro. He is, like, just steadily passing people in ADP, Um, and it's because of the hype around him. I mean, this dude really has a solid team around him. If he his athleticism comes into play, all he has to do is, you know, be good in NFL football, which (laughs) is a big thing to do. But he has all the pieces to make it work, and this is just that person reaching out. On a hope, you know, team one, they didn't take their quarterback till round eight and got Anthony Richardson, who a lot of people are calling to be a top five quarterback. So, I mean, um, definitely could be uh, worth a risk right there. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm back on the clock. Brandon Cooks goes, then Gabriel Davis at the beginning of the ninth round. I'm on the clock. I'm looking over at the uh, wide receivers. Man, it's looking a little, little shady, but. I could go ahead and grab that P Ryan that I was looking at, but I really think I need some depth at wide receiver here before there's nothing to get. Um, I scroll down a little bit here and I'm looking over at uh, Jacoby Myers and Las Vegas who might, might emerge as the number one receiver over there. Another not sexy pick, but could be a steal in the ninth round. But I think, I think he could come back to me. So, um, and if not, I wouldn't be too upset about it. So, I'm gonna go ahead and grab Michael Thomas here and and hope for the best with Derek Carr over there. I really think if Michael Thomas has a quarterback that I feel like he thinks he can trust at least a little bit, um, so I think he's gonna come out and tear it up. Definitely, definitely. And when you get in these ninth rounds, you know, it, uh, really ADP, it, it, it kind of goes out the window slightly. I mean, uh, you're really trying to grab these depth pieces, these guys that you really want on your team, these breakout guys that might have a, a terrible ADP, um, but you know that people are talking about them and you don't want to just – just because they're 10 people down on ADP doesn't mean the dude next to you isn't hyped up on that dude like half the other rest of the nation is. So you got to pay attention to some of those names that are being uh, you know brought up in the spotlight just because they have a low ADP does not mean they're going to go where they're on, where they're on the list. Right. The name of the game should be um, will, if I take him now, will I, uh, if, if I wait to take him, can, will he come back to me? That should be the name of the game that you're playing. Not he's at the top of the list and that's the guy because he's at the top. Right. So after you took Michael Thomas and Joku goes off the board, Evan Ingram, Damian Harris, Zach Charbonnet, Quentin Johnson. And then it comes to me at the nine, nine. Now looking at my team here, I've got all of my spots filled, both flexes, my receivers, my running backs, my tight end, and my quarterback. Now I'm looking at depth, bench depth here. Um, so I look at the guys ahead of me because I thought about taking a backup quarterback here. I really did. Um, all the guys ahead of me already have their quarterbacks, which makes me think that I can wait. Um, I'm assuming that some of these guys that just grabbed their quarterback aren't going right back to quarterback. Um, so I'm looking for more depth here, maybe running back. I still see P Ryan out there, which excites me. 
Um, obviously, if uh, Williams and Denver can't uh, get it going, P. Ryan's going to be the start there, and that might be a flex to win me my first couple weeks. You know, when P. Ryan's got the ball, he gets it and he goes. Um, and then I look at the wide receivers. You know, you got Smith Schuster, you got Sutton, who I'm kind of steering clear of this year, Zay Flowers, Bateman, a lot of these guys, real iffy guys. But when you get down this far in, in the draft, I mean, everybody's uh, you're taking a shot on them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and out of all these guys that I think worth taking a shot on, I think P. Ryan's the best one to take a shot on. So that's where I'm going to go. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I like it. I'm glad you took him because he's been staring up at me for like three rounds now. So, um, like you said, P. Ryan could win you. The, if he wins you the first four weeks, that's a great pick in the ninth round. So I like it. Rashad Penny goes in the nine. Then Juju, Zay Flowers, who I really like. Uh, then Daniel Jones starts falling off the 10th round. Uh, then we got Cortland Sutton in the 10th and Jameson Williams at the 10, three. I mean, that could be a good pick later down the road. I don't know if I'm, I'm willing to, I guess you might say reach in the 10th round for Jameson Williams. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm just one of those guys that if anybody's not going to be there for so many games, I'm not going to hold them on my bench all year. Even if I draft them with the mindset that I'm going to hold them, it almost never happens because something will happen. Somebody will get hurt. You won't have enough space on your bench. You'll have to drop him. It was a wasted pick when you drafted him. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just one of those people. I want people that are going to win me games now, not later. And um, for the first six weeks, you're going to be like playing this. Should I just drop them game? Should I just drop them and pick somebody every week, else up? Somebody's going to pop off on the waiver wire. That's going to make everybody go crazy. And then what, you know, you're just going to be trying to decide whether you hold this dude for six weeks <laughs> or you grab that waiver wire dude that can win you games. Now, if you, if you're Owen six in week six, I don't think Jamison Williams is going to help your team out much. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. And you're back on the clock at the 10-4, buddy. What are you going to do? That's a big 10-4. Um, so <laughs> I was thinking, you know, again, with my having a backup quarterback here, I like to have a backup quarterback in my draft. But the guys that I would be caring for as a backup, there's so many guys still there. I mean, there's 10-15 down I, w- I would look at for a backup. So I really think I need to focus more on my other depth here. Um, wide receivers on the board, you got Bateman, Moore, Lazard, um, Beckham, Myers. I like Lazard. I like looking at Lazard here. Um, mm-hmm. I really think that Rodgers, if anything happens, you know, and it doesn't work out the way this team's going to, he's going to go back to his roots and just uh, target Lazard consistently. Um, but there's another guy out here who I've consistently gotten in the 10th round who I love, who can really be considered as a running back or a wide receiver. Um, he's listed as a running back, but this dude catches 80 yard touchdowns like it's nothing. Um, and that's Jarek McKinnon, baby. <laughs> I knew where you were going with that before. I think you knew where you were going with that. Um, yeah, Jarek McKinnon, the 10th round. Um, you look like you had to reach for him a little bit too, which is crazy to me. People are sleeping on McKinnon. If, if Kansas city really saw what they had in him, he is a little bit older of a player, but I think he's going to, definitely help you out it'd be a great flex play numerous weeks exactly exactly and then Rashad Bateman goes uh, at the 10-5 Elijah more than Jacoby Myers who I was hoping would kind of come back to me but hey if it didn't happen I wasn't too worried about it Gino goes at the 10-8 then Lazard at the 10-9 and I am on the clock at the 10-10 right now the name of my game is grab you some wide a handful of wide receivers 
that you can actually um, plug and play here and there for depth to hope that works out for you because I went so heavy on my running backs. My wide receivers are guys that we, I hope are going to hit. So I'm going to go ahead and look back at my wide receivers here. And I think I'm, I'm looking, there's Odell Beckham at the top. Then Adam Thielen, Tyler Boyd has been a nice here and there type guy. Rondell Moore, I think is probably going to start busting out sooner rather than later. Um, but if, if I'm going to grab somebody here, I'm going to grab Thielen. I think Adam Thielen here is a good wide receiver to have in Carolina with Bryce Young, a nice veteran target, a guy he can talk through with. I really like Thielen in this spot. Yeah, I like Thielen a lot, man. I really think Thielen's one of those guys that he's, you know, he's not going to just go crazy every week, but he's going to be consistent because when Carolina's struggling and they don't know what to do, they're going to try to get Thielen the ball because he's a veteran. He understands the game. He understands the situations and and he's able to get first down. So that's what they're going to do. They're going to, you know, if they've got to peck it, you know, piece by piece, yard by yard, Thielen is going to be their dude for that. Um, and Bryce Young just starting out, especially the first couple of weeks, I think Thielen is going to be one of his favorite targets. Absolutely. Absolutely. Then Cousins goes Dalton Schultz, who I really I my heart was telling me take Dalton Schultz um, because 10th round is about where I like getting my tight ends at. But I thought for sure he would come back to me in five picks. It didn't happen. Um, So uh, Arcane goes then Okonkwo and now I'm back on the clock. I'm looking at these tight ends over here, man, and I got to tell you, I'm not loving what I'm seeing here. Um, just to kind of read off, we got Dalton Kincaid at the top, who people are loving, but I'm seeing fall in the ADP. Um, they did they did trade up two spots to grab this guy for a reason. They're probably going to use him, but they do have Dawson Knox over there, so it kind of scares me a little bit. Um, then you got Cole Komet, who we were really high on last year, really didn't do it for us Um I kind of looking at Higby or Gerald Everett here. Um, I think Gerald Everett was the tight end 13 last year, believe it or not. Um, that just shows you how bad the tight ends looked last year. Um, but I think, I think I'm going to go ahead and get with Higby. He has consistency on his side. I'll grab Tyler Higby. He's probably not a guy I'm going to stick with all year, but I want to go ahead and get my tight end out of the way. That way I can, uh, you know, play it on the waiver just just get me the tight end of the week sort of thing yeah i like that and you know a lot of people have been down on higby um but i think they're down on higby because at the end of the year higby was who matt stafford relied on outside of cup and so he was being double covered consistently so yeah the last half of the year he didn't play very well but that's because cooper cup wasn't on the field cooper cup is back on the field they're gonna have to focus on cup and that's gonna open up higby to get more targets which i so i like that there in the 11th round, so it doesn't even matter if he doesn't take off. You can find another guy, probably week one or two, there'll be a, a shining star rookie that that no one's heard of that comes out and just starts reaping touchdowns, and you grab him off the waiver wire. Yes, sir, and then I got my problem solved. We're moving right here in the 11th round. Dalton Kincaid goes, then Elijah Mitchell, Cole Komet. A lot of tight ends going in this round. Aaron Rodgers in the 11th round. This guy has fallen and fallen. I really think he's going to come out maybe with a slow start, Aaron Rodgers, but I think he takes off once he starts getting things going. Then OBJ goes at the 11-8, and then Trey is back on the clock. 
Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And looking at my team, you know, I do have a lot of running backs on this team. I would like to go running back here. I feel like I need one more receiver um, just for depth. You know, I do have A.J. Brown and Chris Olave, who I think are going to carry me most of the uh, the way. And then Burks is there as a flex or a receiver if I need him. But I think I want one more receiver on this team just to solidify that um, that challenge there. Looking at the board, though, receivers are looking rough. I mean, you got Tyler Boyd, who I like, but he's the third receiver on his team. Um, And honestly, you kind of scroll down here, and you got Darnell Mooney, you got Rondell Moore, you got Mingo, you got uh, Sky Moore. I mean, there's really nobody worth looking at. Zay Jones, I like him, but he's the third receiver on his team. But there's another guy down here who, when you're in the when you're in the late rounds of your draft and you really want to pick somebody that that could explode for your team, this dude's working with a new quarterback. Uh, you know, he, he had his great rookie year last year, and um, the 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 what's coming out of training camp is that he's really connecting with this new quarterback. Um, so I'm gonna get me some Romeo Dobbs, baby. Yes, sir. I knew it was where you're going. I, well, my first thought was actually DJ Chark. But uh, Dobbs, yeah, man, a lot of good things I'm hearing about Dobbs coming out of training camp. So um, look out for Romeo Dobbs in the 11th round, bro. Probably a steal. Then G- and it's Jared- right back to me. Um, after Romeo Dobbs goes, Jared Goff comes off the board. Russell Wilson, Algier, who I was, I was also thinking about at that Dobbs spot was taking Algier, but I already have a lot of running backs on my team. Greg Dolchitz goes, Raheem Mostert goes, and Darnell Mooney goes, and it's back to me on the clock. I have basically two slots left outside of kicker and defense. Um, I'm thinking about taking my backup quarterback here. I still think I can wait, honestly. Um, A lot of people have already grabbed their backup quarterback, so I have a feeling he's still going to be there. If he's not, there's some other people I can look at. Uh, I'm not too worried about it. I think Trevor Lawrence is going to be solid all year. Um, But I feel like if some of these other guys, receivers and running backs, I feel like if I don't take on them now, there's going to be no one left in that position. Um, so on the running back side of the board here, we've got Kendra Miller, the rookie for the saints, Singletary, Foreman, Elliot, Johnson, Bigsby, Wilson, Warren. And then on the wide receivers, you know, it's still got Boyd out there, Mingo Moore, but there's somebody on here that I've really been, uh, liking a lot. And, you know, it it pairs well with my quarterback because I think he's going to be a goal line touchdown hog. Um, and that's the tank, baby, the tank, (laughs) the shredder Evans, tank Bigsby. Tank Bigsby, baby. I like it. I like it. I was kind of looking at Devin Singletary. I was hoping he might come back to me. Honestly, the running back side of things is just just hard to look at here, man. And honestly, I I don't see anybody in the running back side, uh, aside from Devonta Foreman, who, who could actually um, help my team. I would really like to take another running back, have another running back on my roster. Um <laughs> But uh, Singletary goes, then Miller, then Tyler Boyd, Ezekiel Elliott, the man without the team, Bryce Young, and like you said, we got two slots left. Um, There is a lot of uh, second-guy quarterbacks here that I like as well, so I kind of know what you're saying there. I really like Sam Howell, man. I think he's being overlooked. He's going to be the starting quarterback for Washington, which I know is not sexy, but I really think Sam Howell is going to come out and do things that people didn't see coming. I talked about this guy when he was a rookie. I really thought he was think he's going to 
do big things. Um, but he is down there some more. I could probably not draft at all and still pick him up on waivers later if I really wanted to. So to solidify my team, I'm going to go ahead and grab Derek Carr as my backup quarterback. Maybe pair with a Michael Thomas if something happens with Burrow. I, I'm I'm really seeing Derek Carr fall. So I, I think he's somebody to keep an eye on, don't you? Yeah, uh, he definitely would have fell even further if you hadn't took him, which I expected you not to. That's where I was looking for my backup quarterback, just to have that stack with Olave. But knowing Bandy, we like the same guys. Derek Carr comes off the board. Solid backup for your team, bud. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Rondell Moore goes, then Devonta Foreman, uh, then Rice goes, Jonathan Mingo, and I'm back on the clock. I got one more pick before uh, I can take my defense and my kicker here. So, I mean, running back-wise, there's Jeff Wilson, Jeff Wilson Jr. there, but I'm expecting Dalvin Cook to be a Dolphin and maybe Mostert back him up and Jeff Wilson just get whatever's left. So I don't think that would be a good pick here. Chuba Hubbard, um, you know, he gets popped in there, you know, here and there. He'll probably be the number two maybe behind Miles Sanders. I'm not sure how they're going to work all that out just yet. Uh, Kareem Hunt down there, but I'm going down and I'm going to grab a guy that's being completely overlooked with the appearance of Bijan Robinson, Tyler Algier. I think Cordero Patterson, who is going undrafted in most uh, settings, is going to uh, help my team in a pinch and flex area. So there you go. Yeah, I think Cordero Patterson is going to surprise people. I mean, they already talked about how they're going to work him into certain roles. And when this dude gets the ball, I mean, he just head first downfield goes ham, bro. This dude uh, goes ham sauce. Shout out to Bayou Bengal. <laughs> um, I mean, I like Cordero Patterson a lot. I can't believe he's going undrafted. He's definitely one of those guys that I look at on my last pick of my draft. Yes, sir. And that's what he was for me. My last pick, um, kickers and defense coming up. Jeff Wilson goes, then Johnson from Chicago, Kyler Murray, who's falling and falling and falling down there in the 13th round, uh, Sky Moore, Zay Jones and Trey. What do you got for your last, uh, basically last pick? So my 13, nine pick obviously was going to be Derek Carr. Um, I still want to get a backup quarterback on my team just so I have it. You know, I, you know, if anything happens, depending on what time we actually draft this, obviously if Trevor Lawrence, something happens to him, I want somebody um, that I can have on my team just in case. You know what I mean? The guys out there on quarterback, Jordan Love, C.J. Stroud, Matthew Stafford, Kenny Pickett, Trey Lance, Sam Howe, Desmond Ritter. Um, you know, the guys that I like right here, obviously uh, C.J. Stroud taking a rookie, you know, seeing what could happen. Um, Jordan Love, I do like here. You know, this dude hasn't had a lot of play, but you know what? He's about to take over this team, and, it, and it's a solid team to take over. Um, you know, Matthew Stafford with Cup out there, you know, but does he still have it? Um, so for me, it's really between Jordan Love and CJ Stroud. Honestly, um, and and the Romeo Dobbs pick does kind of uh, lean me more towards Jordan Love, but I think that I'm going to go with Jordan Love here just because he has a little bit more experience in the NFL. Yeah, I like it. I like Jordan Love coming out of Green Bay, um, possibly keeping that franchise going with the record of having a great quarterback for the last, what, two decades or whatever. Uh, Gerald Everett finally goes in the 13th. Laporta, Michael Gallup. Now we're into our defense, buddy. What do you think goes first, your defense or your kicker? 
Yeah, so in my opinion, um, I like to take my defense first. I think they can put up way more points than your kicker, um, especially in some of our leagues that we do. Our defensive uh, can actually get pretty carried away and win you weeks um, on <laughs> defensive touchdowns and things like that. Um, so the defenses on the board here are the Cowboys I'm looking at, um, but another team that I like who's actually really beefed up their defense um, and I think is actually going to um, – surprise a bunch of people this year is the Steelers, man. I'm going to go Pittsburgh defense. That steel curtain, as they used to call it in the day, hopefully back. Um, I like the Steelers pick. Um, I'm also leaning towards getting my defense first. The problem with defenses is there's always those defenses out there that surprise you. The ones that are like supposed to be great and just lay a goose egg. And then you got your guys that are supposed to suck and then end up being great. Um, but I think uh, the Bills defense is a good one to lean on. They've always managed to keep things pretty good over there. Um, so I think I'm just going to take a shot and grab the Bills defense here. I like it. I like it. And then it's kicker time, baby. Taking a look at my kickers. McManus, I got Myers, I got Gay, Dicker. I'm going to grab me – oh, Dicker the kicker. He's Is he the starting kicker now? Good for that guy. <laughs> yes, for sir. Him. For the Chargers, Dicker the kicker. We love that dude. <laughs> Welcome back, buddy. Now I'm going to stick with uh, Brandon McManus for Jacksonville. This guy was always solid with Denver, just didn't get a lot of chances. Now he's on Jacksonville. Trevor Lawrence can get him in field goal range. Let's go, baby. All right, now it's back to me. Um, off the board, post McManus. We got Myers, Seattle defense, Washington, Saints, Vikings, and it's my turn to take a kicker. Um, you know, my kickers, I like to take a guy that's going to be on a team that might not score a lot of uh, touchdowns. You know what I mean? I, I want a guy that's going to get field goals, teams that are going to struggle with offense but are going to get down there and kick a field goal. Um, and I like this year taking a team uh, for a team that's probably not going to score a whole lot of touchdowns. Uh, I'm going to go with Nick Folk for the New England Patriots because I think this team's going to struggle to get in the end zone um, outside of Ramondre Stevenson, and they're going to have to kick a lot of field goals. Makes sense. Makes sense. That is the draft, buddy. We are um, done with that bad boy. Draft is finished. Um, what do you think, buddy? L yeah, let's take a look think? at our teams. Yes, sir. Let's 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 do yours first, buddy. Um, you got A.J. Brown, Ramondra Stevenson, Chris Olave, Kenneth Walker, Trevor Lawrence, uh, Darren Waller, Traylon Burks. You got the Hartman, P. Ryan. Man, uh, I like the I like how you shook it up a little bit here. I like how you started, got your wide receiver, then you went running back, then you went wide receiver, then you went running back. I see a lot of good teams that start that way, go one and then the other. Um, I really like your uh, running backs here. I like K9. I like Ramondre Stevenson. You waited. You got some some touchdown machines down at the bottom. Um, I like how you shook it up here. And then if you look at your wide receivers, Olave, AJ Brown, Traylon Burks, Romeo Dobbs, you got some guys that can be and probably will be hard hitters for your team. Um. And that's one of those things that I look at, like, you know, um, with with not having, you know, one of the just the top running backs like a Bajan or a Austin Eckler or a Christian McCaffrey. I kind of want my depth to be guys that are going to be that are just going to eat up touchdowns because those are the you know, those are the guys when you get a deep running back, you want guys that are going to just get in the end zone, you know, week after week that you can throw in the flex position. Williams, McKinnon, Bigsby, all these guys, I think, are going to be goal line guys. Um 
P Ryan, obviously I have a feeling, you know, can, can win you a first couple of weeks. And then, you know, that's my waiver wire substitute right there. Um, but I really like this team, AJ Brown and Chris Olave. I think my wide receivers are going to be solid and Burks is going to be there to back them up. Um, but I don't think I'm going to have to worry much about wide receiver on the wide receiver room, Trevor Lawrence. And like I said, my running backs, you know, Kenneth Walker, if he gets out there and goes, goes ham, uh, it'll, it'll work out great for me. If not, I have quite a bit of options to back him up. What you waited to get. And I like that a lot. Um, I think this is a playoff team. Um, if everything goes the way you hope it goes, I really think this could be a playoff team. Um, but I could also see it not working out to be honest. Like I could see things not going your way. A couple of these guys don't hit and the team just falls apart, but you being a waiver wire monster would figure things out. So Basically, I'm going to say you're always going to be a playoff team. (laughs) (laughs) And I love to make trades. (laughs) (laughs) Trade monster over there. Um, Go ahead and do my team, buddy. Yeah, let's look over here. We got starting off Austin Eckler, Najee Harris, Joe Burr, Amari Cooper, Alexander Madison, Kirk Lockett, Khalil Herbert, Michael Thomas, Adam Thielen, Higby Carr, Cordero. Um, so just at first glance, obviously I love your running backs, which, you know, you're pretty consistent with, um, your running back room is stacked. You're going to have uh, solid flex options. Um, your wide receiver obviously is not, you know, just blown away, but that's what happens when you take strong running backs early. I still think you got great value out of the wide receivers you got, and they can produce to the level of a wide receiver one. Um, you know, obviously depending on how situations work out, but you've got enough depth there to cover yourself. If one of them doesn't produce like you want to, um, I think it's a very solid team. I definitely think it's a playoff team. Um, yeah, man, I, I really like this team outside of, you know, um, your boy, uh, <laughs> no, actually I think, uh, yeah, I think I like, I like it pretty solidly. <laughs> uh, I was, I was trying to find something to uh, talk shit about, but, um, uh, no, it looks good. <laughs> yes sir yes sir i kind of did things you know i did things the same but different here i i took a chance on some guys i don't normally grab but um i think it worked out the way i, I wanted it to definitely well, that was fun that was yeah, good man, I, i'm I, i'm glad we got to really break it down and and kind of um you know dissect the draft board and really talk about things without being on a, cl- a clock and a timer and and rush through it you know yeah. we really got to break it down and, and really get down to the nitty-gritty for you yes sir yeah that that was good stuff I've, if, you, if you watched the entire episode i hope you liked our video and if you aren't already subscribed we're we're pumping you full of fantasy football knowledge at the fourth and flex. And um, if you want a little more of that knowledge, you can join our Patreon. It's official. We got a Patreon, patreon.com slash fourth and flex. Go there. You can join our discord channel. You'll have get one-on-one advice from me and Trey to help you win your championships. And also we got merch as always. We got merch. We got anything I can put a logo on. I'm going to do that for you. Um, You can just get a little sticker just to support the podcast, support your boys over here at 4th and Flex. Um, Final thoughts, buddy. What do you got? Man, I'm just ready for the season to start. You know, we're already drafting best ball. We've got slow drafts going. We got fast drafts going. Um, We're getting closer and closer every day. We're getting closer to the Fantasy Football Expo. Football is about to take off, and we're about to take off. So you need to join us. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Stick around. Hit that notification bell because we're finna help you win your league. Yes, 
sir. Yes, sir. Thank you guys so much for watching, and we will see you on the next one. Peace out. You've been listening to the 4th and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. And here we go, here we go! If you love anything and everything pro football, then you've found your new home. We hope you've enjoyed the show. We know we had a blast. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, questions and comments at 4thandflex at gmail.com. Find us on Instagram at 4thandflex and on Twitter at 4thandflexpod. See you next time on the 4th and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast.